You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. Good morning, Annie here for Showreel, 3CR's look at the Australian film and moving image industry. Over the last few weeks, I've had the great pleasure to bring to your attention recent Australian film releases. We continue on the same theme with Scott Hicks' new film, The Musical Mind, A Portrait in Process. In this film, Hicks follows around four musicians to get an idea about how they tick. Daniel Johns of Silver Chair fame, Ben Folds, Simon Tedeschi and David Halcott the subject of Hicks's hugely successful feature, Shine. All these guys were identified as child prodigies, and this film leads us in a privileged journey through their lives from the beginning. I had a chat with filmmaker Scott Hicks about the musical mind, a portrait in process. Thanks very much for talking to me. Um, it's a very interesting film, The uh, Musical Mind, A Portrait in Progress. I was looking back over your varied and interesting career. You've had a long connection to music makers, haven't you? I have. I mean, it's, it goes right back to very, very early days. Um, and, um, you know, I'm, there's no real accounting for it. I mean, um, I my own musical career was very brief I mean I learned I, I had piano lessons as a child but really failed to take it anywhere but um but it's always been a source of fascination to me and particularly the combination of, of music and image um going right back to film clips within excess back in the early 80s and you know how to tell a story through images and given music as a stimulus it's a huge start for a filmmaker well, actually, you go back even further because um, I was really impressed uh, by your your career savvy in a funny kind of a way because you were taking photographs of uh, important uh, events. With they were, the, yeah, rock, the rock stars of the of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I was a rock tragic, really, um, and I would take my cameras to performances in back in those days nobody seemed to care and um fight my way down to the front and you know get the best framings that I could and um it was a real um capturing the image in the middle of that passionate expression was just 
a powerful stimulus to me. And I hadn't re- quite made that direct connection that you just made. But I mean, absolutely, it must come from the same the same source, you know. Um, oh, and also was... later on, people go, oh, my God, there's such an interesting collection of photos and stuff like that. But really, it's a bit like it being an investigative journalist. And in a sense, your filmmaking's a bit like that too. I, I was uh, listening to another filmmaker who said, um, if I know the answer to the question, there's no need to make the film. Oh, isn't that, yes, isn't that smart? I mean, that really, uh, in in different words, I have very much the same feeling and it makes it, it can make it very difficult to pitch <laughs> a film to investors, you know, or film bodies or something because they want to know, well, what's it going to be about? And you say, well, I think it's an interesting subject and it, if I can get in and explore it, I'll find out, but they want to always want to know before it before they have it. Do you know what I mean? But um, to me, yeah, documentary is about um, finding out, and and often you don't even find that out until you're editing. Um, you know, you can gather all the material that you like and still be searching for the story. Um, and to me, the editing is is a fantastic contemplative process where you seek out the threads that that connect the the story that you're you're trying to piece together and the musical mind was very like that because i had these four disparate musicians in david helfgott ben fold simon tedeschi classical pianist and um uh, daniel johns you know such disparate people but there were such interesting connective threads you know, their discovery of music as children on, on their own account, you know, um, I, fa- I found that fascinating. They found music or music found them. And uh, so, as I say, in the editing, you start to put those strands together and you begin to see the, the similarities and the differences between these amazing characters. Um, so it was a real, yeah, a real journey of discovery for me. Well, also, they're you're lucky because they're actually quite different people and that was something I was going to bring up you made a film I haven't seen it but I would love to see it about the uh, violins and yes yeah Um, strung highly strung that's right yeah yeah yeah. and and about uh it brings together a couple of things uh that this film bring uh, they're obviously interesting of interest to you obsession people being obsessed yes yes (laughs) <laughs> obsession is absolutely the name of the game i mean even I, I made a film about philip glass now you can't find a more obsessive you know musician than philip and um and also and, he said he didn't like the film which i <laughs> thought was hilarious no no what he said was he said i think you've made a very good film i just wish it wasn't about me <laughs> you know um because it was very complicated and and usually in a documentary what happens is that some some factor will suddenly ignite the story in a way that you could never have anticipated and it was very much that case with philip and i spent a year in his company at that stage and even with this film with the musical mind it it was um, flashes of revelation about these people, all of whom were friends of mine to some degree or another. Not, I mean, David Helfgott's always been a good friend since the days of Making Shine. Um, and all the other guys were all connected with Shine in some way. That's what 
I brought them together in my sort of view. Um, but it was think discovering about them, for instance, you know, their sense of humor. They each have a really individual and a quite quirky sense of humor. And they take music extremely seriously, but they don't take themselves and life seriously. And the same, you could say the same for Philip. Great sense of humor, you know, doesn't appear to have it in the music that he produces, but it's, you know, it's funny. It, it, these are, these people are amusing to 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 hang out with, and that's what I've thoroughly enjoyed about the you know process of making the film. I suppose really they're real people. That, that's it. That's it. And the, and the thing, what I was trying to do, Annie, was like, um, I didn't want it to be sort of a, a regular thing of a of a of a, an interview, like a television interview or something, or a devotee or a. Yes, yeah, because you know you're you're talking to people who've been asked every question you could possibly imagine many thousands of times, and so for me it had to be a conversation, um, and it, it was a, and and you don't know where conversation is going to go, um, so I had no lists of prepared questions, I just had areas that I wanted to explore, you know, um, and. It was a little bit challenging to, to with the material in the editing, but uh, it was well worth it, I felt, because I felt looking at them on screen, they feel relaxed. They feel, they don't feel like they're under scrutiny as the spotlight is on them and they have a prepared answer, you know? with Annie on 3CR Showreel. That was a little of Simon Tedeschi with the Tasmanian Symphony Orchestra playing Mozart Piano Concerto Number no. 2 in A Major. And we are chatting with Scott Hicks about his new film, The Musical Mind, A Portrait in Process. They're really interesting people, uh, particularly, they're very different from each other. They're all equally... Um, uh, exploratory in their music like they own their music like they think in their music yes, and yes. they actually uh get themselves uh limbered up like a um a uh like athletes, an athlete I mean. or something. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right right i mean it, it's a real thing you know um but uh they are really different from each other um like ben folds is an incredibly interesting and friendly guy and he's really generous to his audiences that sequence with them all singing at the same time isn't that incredible it's so I, I, you know, he, I, I tell you I, I went um the dear 
late Barry Humphreys. Um, I, I was lucky enough to be a friend of his for a number of years. And I went with him, took him to see Ben Folds at the Adelaide Festival Theatre. And he did this extraordinary thing of getting the entire audience to sing in three-part harmony. And Barry turned to me and said, how does he do that? And I thought, wow, you know, this is someone who knows an audience. And But it, it's an amazing accomplishment that he literally gets you within seconds he can get an audience singing in three-part harmony and then he can divide them into two competing against each other and they, it's just breathtaking <laughs> you know and it's done with such chutzpah. but what he does is actually communicate to people their humanity and what music is all about oh yes 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 and also that they are participants in the the show yeah not 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 just observers exactly they're not behind a glass wall they are invited into the space with him and and he has his own uh, ben has his own sort of explanation for it in the sense that i think he says something like um i said well how do you why do you think this sort of succeeds so well and he he said people mostly don't like a big combined failure <laughs> he says, so they all want to join in because they don't want it to founder, you know. And I thought, well, that's interesting, you know. But he's but he's inviting them into the musical space with him, and in this in this case, with a seventy piece orchestra behind him, which is interesting too. One, two, three. <laughs>
We know you love listening to 3CR, but we also know that many of you haven't downloaded the Community Radio Plus app yet. The app lets you tune in anywhere and share the station with your friends. So, show the love and share the love and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. You're with Annie on 3CR Showreel. That was a little from Ben Folds and Friends with the tune Capable of Anything. And we are chatting with Scott Hicks about his new film, The Musical Mind, A Portrait in Process. Well, part of this um, film uh, is an exploration of music and music makers, but it's also about society in general and the productization of music in a sense of the creators, you, you touch on it, it's not a main theme, but you touch on the abuse that the main <laughs> world, mainstream business world inflicts on music makers that are recognised. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I th- and I think it's interesting that they also, the music um, for, for each of them, in a sense, is a kind of redemptive um, uh, factor in their lives because they they all display a fascinating kind of neurodiversity, you know, um, their obsession, their absolute obsession with music, they know has sort of saved them in some way, you know, from from a a very different kind of life and but they've found a mechanism through which to channel their they wouldn't put it like this themselves but you know, i'm saying to you it's through which they channel their own sort of neurodiversity and I, that's quite that was a really fascinating discovery for me um and they all sort of talk about it quite openly it's it's it's, it's a they celebrate it which i think is is also terrific yeah, you know. it's really interesting. Um, I think so too. Yeah. Tell me about the device of the um, painter, the using the visual world to communicate ah, music. Laura That's Bell. a really clever idea. Well, it, it sort of came to me because um, Laura Bell Spirovsky, the artist, is um, married to Simon Tedeschi, as it happens. And that Simon was the pianist who, as a little boy, his hands appeared in my movie Shine, as for young David Helfgott. So Lorabel was always there painting when I was working, filming with Simon. And so I was filming her painting and filming Simon. And then I went away and filmed the other musicians. And then it came to me like, what if we had asked Lorabel, who paints wonderful portraits, whether she could create a portrait of each of the musicians in a way that I was sort of trying to do in my audio visual world, that she could do it absolutely visually. Um, and and she did she did such a fabulous job and it created a sort of a thread that unites these four disparate musicians in as it says a portrait in process you know um, the film is all about their processes and the film is a collective portrait and she turned out to be an absolutely perfect way to do it um, initially I was thinking who could I possibly get to do this so she's right there. She was, she was right there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, she provides like ligaments to the body of the um, piece in a way. Yes. I'm, I'm going to say that as if I thought of it myself. <laughs> that's a very good way of putting 
<laughs> yeah. I, I really liked also the fact, of course, the good thing about the way you made the film is we get to see their actual environments where they live. I love the fact that the paintings are up on the wall, are all along the wall, and he's in the middle of it with his piano. I think that's just fantastic. <laughs> I love that. And, and Laura Bell and comes in and helps herself to another a fresh canvas while he's saying, I've forgotten this bloody Mozart, you know. <laughs> so, and it's such domestic sort of bliss in a way, but with these two artists, one a visual one, one an or, you know, audible one. So, yeah, the, uh, you, you hit on another very important element there, which was, to me, it was important to be inside their private worlds. And I was lucky enough, because of my connection and friendship with them as people, that they would trust me with that. Um, because, it, you know, it does involve a, a great degree of trust to let someone come in with a camera into your, into your home space, you know. So, you know, you have to find a way to make that respectful, but sort of you know, embrace that in, in the idea. It was important. It was important. With Annie on 3CR Showreel, that was a little of David Halcott playing Hungarian Rhapsody number two, and we are chatting with Scott Hicks about his new film, The Musical Mind, A Portrait in Process. I've only got two minutes to go, so I have to quickly ask you about the wonderful Gilliam uh, Halcott, who, who you've uh, uh, dedicated the film to, and what a splendid person she was. Quite remarkable, really one of the most remarkable people I've ever known. Um, you know, I, I met David Helfgott and Gillian shortly after they were married in 1985 and uh, remained friends with them ever since, for however long that is, 38 years. Um, and she was quite extraordinary. Her energy, her drive, her capacity to, 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 to lift David up to 
to the, to find the audience that wanted to see him and that shine became a vehicle for that which i loved it's it's the most it's the greatest thing about that movie is that it it gave david health got back fragments of his lost career and and that meant more to me than than just about anything you know she she was a really generous person and also uh incredibly bright and empathetic to be able yes. to uh, understand david and his reason yeah. for it being absolutely absolutely and his her, her her ability to embrace him with all of his manifest eccentricities and not think that here's someone i can make better she just embraced him for who he was with his neurodiversity and 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 saw it as a as a as a secret power you know not as a handicap and of course really? for David, that was uplifting for his whole life. Um, and he, as he says in 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 our in our documentary, he says people saw me in a different way after I married Gillian. Yeah. And you know, because all of his life, people were like, "Oh gosh, what's what's he on about?" And then <laughs> after after Gillian, it was like, "Oh, that's David Helfgott. Oh yes, right." Yeah. And particularly with the movie Shine, that just gave him his identity back um and it's yeah it was it was a powerful thing thoroughly interesting film thanks for making it scott well thanks for your time Annie. lovely to talk to you yeah you too that's it for showreel this week you can find scott hicks's film the musical mind a portrait in process in cinemas coming up next is published or not we will go out with daniel john's Cool on fire.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.